Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning! Up and at em. It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky Roll Call. I'm so excited! I'm so excited! With Walker and Roush. Welcome to Wild and Crazy Guys! Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday to you. April 21st, 2021. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call. Here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen on your snowy Wednesday, hump day, wacky Wednesday edition of KRC. Hump day. I'd imagine there's a lot of people that celebrated 420 that are waking up in a daze (laughs) wondering, oh my gosh, how long was I out? There's snow on the ground. Trevor's just going to be. Oh, he's going to be a mess. I was thinking as as I was getting my, I was I was searching for my ice scraper. It took a while because like you know. Oh man, that's hilarious. It hadn't been around in a long time. So as I was frantically searching for that in the back of my car, I was just thinking, man, I would we would have been lucky to get on it like Seven Eleven. And actually, no, it would have been a. You know what, Douglas? You just take this. <laughs> oh yeah, this would have definitely been a no call, no show day. We would have just seen Douglas's big old beard and just sh- sitting you know, in the, in the producer room. Up. Oh yeah, and Justin was even a little slow getting here this morning. I I he could not late because you know he knows I, I how couldn't jobs work, but I couldn't get out of bed this morning. And I I may or may not have celebrated yesterday, and I was <laughs> little little groggy today. I uh, I mean I don't think anybody wants to get out of bed when it's. When it's 30 really degrees cold. in yeah. late April and there's snow on the ground. But we all did it. We yeah. all made it here. And For I your entertainment, you guys are welcome. Decided that I am not going to complain about snow like so many people out there because you get one season and... You get one complaint season, yeah. Spring is great. I was thinking about it yesterday, TJ. I was like, man, spring, is it? Is it as good as fall? And because we have this conversation every year, what's the best season? It's very great radio, in my opinion. Fall always comes out ahead. Great weather, leaves are changing. You got football coming back. The thing that spring, the events are great in the spring, and there's so much optimism because not only do you have NCAA tournament to look forward to, St. Patrick's Day. I know you're a big St. Patrick's Day guy. Oh yeah. Uh, it, and then you got Derby in May. Like it's a really fun, exciting time. The flowers are blooming. Everybody's outside. Feels great to just ah, kind of we're back. We're out there doing things. We're having fun. I will say, I think the only di- what gives fall still the slight nod. Oh, I didn't even mention Keeneland in the spring too. Goodness gracious! But the slight nod for fall is that when fall ends, it's you know you you get Christmas. Like it's a it's an easy transition. Yeah, but that's a different season. That doesn't count. Okay, Thanksgiving is at the end of fall. That's fine. I'll allow it. But spring, you just go right into miserable summer, the worst month of the year. Summer's the best season, in my opinion. Yeah, you're crazy. No question. Take your crazy pills, Justin. Get the hell out of here. I I mean, you just got to find more friends with boats, I guess, Nick. Summertime rocks. I agree that summer sucks. Yeah, worse. The worst. But I'm still taking spring over fall. Mm. I thought you were always a fall guy. Well, I in the fall I'll probably say fall. Okay. In the spring I usually say spring. But I do think <laughs> we get better more better weather days in the spring than we do in the fall. 
Maybe a hot take. Some people may totally disagree. I think fall, sometimes it could be late September and it's still hot as you know what out. And then sometimes we'll, we'll have Octobers where it's already cold. So, as you sometimes know what we out. get our fall taken from us where it just goes from hot to cold, just like that. And some people could say that about spring, but we've had a pretty nice spring, all things considered. I think, and, that, we, and, and of course, it would be fitting to have snowfall. But spring, the one downer for me, too, you get, you get some more rain. You know, April showers, getting those May flowers. So. You do get more rain, but the Pretty thing about inside, spring yeah. rain is it's usually, you know, it could be, it could rain for three hours in the morning and then be a beautiful day the rest of the it's day. true, yeah. You know, it doesn't have to stop you. Just Where, like today, the snow, it, it's kind of pretty when you wake up, it's going to be all gone in that, an hour. That's the thing, is I've got some, like, appraisals today, and I was thinking to myself, like, oh, this sucks, but it's going to be a high of 50. If, yeah, you know, that's two, great. Two, two months ago, high 50 and would have been just a beautiful day. The snow's going to melt. It's going to be better than having just soggy puddles of water out everywhere. So, And that's the, that's the thing about spring is yesterday after the show, I was able to get out there, hit the links, play nine. It was a lot of fun. Are you serious? I did golf yesterday, but it wasn't until 5.25. Okay. I was about to be See, real tipped. <laughs> I, saw, I saw those uh, Instagram stories, and I was like, oh, man, I wonder if Justin's here. That's, oh, that's the thing about my schedule, Justin, is like I didn't know wh- how much longer I was going to have to work, didn't know what my day was going to look like, and then mom texts me and says, hey, would you want to play around like 5? I kind of look at my schedule and I say, you know what? I can do that. And then, boom, I was done for the day. Well, keep me in mind the next two days because today's my Friday, so – Man, I'm, I'm like free the next two days. I work four days a week. It's awesome. It's <laughs> pretty great. Mm. Nice. 40 and four. I would gladly do that. It's Over awesome. Five days a week, yeah. I've always said we need to restructure our work schedule as a society and a country. You get your brain in the. Like, that's never going to be the case if I'm continuing to be in digital media. You can do the. Five, six days and only work like six hours a day, but you can't miss a day. You know, you can't just turn the brain off for a day or else something might happen, but it would be much nicer. I mean, you already get in the work zone. Might as well just take an extra two hours each time you're in the work zone, you know? Yeah, maybe this is a millennial thing, but just two days of a weekend is not really enough. And technically, it's really only one. Like, Saturday's your only guilt-free day. Well, and there's going to be one day where you have to do some sort of crap that you don't like. There's going to be some sort of errands, whether it's landscaping, going to the grocery, doing laundry. You just got to do your chores, you know? I always talk about how Americans, I think, work more than any other country, with Mm -hmm. the exception of maybe one, maybe two. Uh, Obviously, don't have that stat. It was like one article I read six years ago, so obviously I'm just going to hit it hard every time that I... Every time that I can. But you work on a Friday, so it's not even like Friday you get to do what you want. Friday night, sure, it's fun. You don't have to wake up early on Saturdays for the most part. Roush is right that in real life you almost certainly do because you'll have something going on or you'll have a kid or, or whatever it may be. And then so Saturday, that's free day. Don't You get to wake up when you want. You get to go to bed when you want. Everybody knows how weekends work. But even Sunday, Roush, yes, you get to wake up when you want. But if you go to church, you got church. And then secondly, you don't get to stay up as late as you want because you're like, well, I can't start my week off with a bad sleeping. Like, I got, you know, if there's one night I need to go to bed early, I need to try to make it Sunday because. Big week. Big week. Yeah. You can't start your Monday off on the wrong foot. No way, Jose. So we need, we need something. So we'll kick. Like, at a minimum, it just needs to be universal that, like, Fridays are half days. Like, you get off at noon. That would help. That'd go a long way. Yeah. 
And even if they want to pinch us until one or two, I'm good. Just getting out of there early on Friday. Like that, when Justin was talking about the golf game, oh, we do it Friday. For sure. Getting out early is much more important than staying late. Yeah, staying late. Yeah, yeah. You, you want to do anything you can to avoid having to stay late. So, uh, don't know exactly how we got onto that, but that stunk. All right, from a sports perspective, last night, Roush, the Batcats got stomped. Yep. At least we knew it early on. Didn't have to really waste our time getting knee-deep into it. Oh, yeah, I didn't even need to turn it on. It was already over by the time I was ready to turn it on. Batcats are still, I think, what, 7-8 and eight in SEC play? Yeah, not so, bad. It not is. not impossible. It's just everybody knows how I feel about this team. I don't think they're great. I think they're going to struggle. And uh, it would have been fun if they could have swept Louisville, but UofL is a better yeah. baseball team than they are, and they, they showed it last night. Kind of weird how similar their records were, and UofL is fifth in the country, and Kentucky is like a bubble regional team. Pretty weird how that works. You know, Louisville's lost midweek games and dominated weekend series. Kentucky has done a better job in midweek games and not done as well on the weekend series. They'll host Alabama, who I think has the same SEC record. I do like that SEC baseball still has East and West divisions. I miss that. Yeah. I, know, I know football does, obviously. But uh, basketball, that was always a real hoot. They went away from that. But they'll get Alabama this weekend at home. It's a series you just got to win. Uh, I've said that about some other series over the past uh, few weekends, and they have yet to do it. But Alabama, good opportunity. Go, You know what? Shoot, shoot for the stars. Let's get a sweep. Because the next few series are at Tennessee, who all of a sudden is a good baseball team. They used to be kind of a SEC doormat. And then you've got Florida, who obviously is always good. And then you have South Carolina, who's always good. And then you close out the year with Vanderbilt, who's like one of the best teams in the country. So let's take care of Alabama. Because pro- probably not a, not a good deal of wins left on the schedule. So take care of business against Alabama. You never know. But so that was a bummer. Congrats to Uval and old Dan McDonald. Can't win the big one, but can win one on Tuesday against the Batcats. I uh I chose not to turn the game on because it was over already. Instead, I watched uh Monday's edition of Jeopardy and Terry. Buddy. What's up? Anderson Cooper is just so good at Jeopardy. I know you you I have think, your I think he does a good job. Your Rogers blinkers on, but he's he's the best. I don't think no. No. Not far. No, he actually I think has – I watched him at first, and I was like, oh, he's awesome. Anderson Cooper's really good. And, again, I'd be fine if Anderson Cooper were to do it. He does a good job. But, first off, he's been in, like, media, TV for his entire oh, yeah, career. Yeah. The, the, Aaron Rodgers is a quarterback. Right, right. So there's a little bit of, like, some of the cadence that goes with it that I think Aaron will only get better over time. Anderson Cooper is what he is. I don't need Anderson Cooper saying, oh, no, sorry, after every wrong answer. Just don't need it. Don't need don't need the pleasantries after every wrong answer. He does a good job. But he, 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 he put his fun. own twist on it, which I like, where he would say, that's correct. I like, will say you know. one thing I do like about him is he adds a little suspense. Yes. Which chews up time. You don't get as many questions, and that's happened with him where he's like one minute left and there's yeah, still plenty. It, it, it didn't happen Monday, I know, but maybe maybe Tuesday. I wasn't yeah, you know, it, I haven't checked. It does uh he did a good job. I, I like the little suspense to the question, but I don't need the the sorries. After every wrong answer, and I'm still taking Rodgers over him, but obviously there's going to be more than one person that's great at this and good at it, and Anderson Cooper is good at it. Y'all see, uh, very talented. Joe Buck's going to be hosting. I did. I think that's exciting. I think he should do it. He should be, be able to do a good job. It'll be really cool to have a football big game voice doing a game show. Yeah, a lot of people did not like Joe Buck. 
being doing it. I don't. And the people that did like it were saying, "Well, good. Now he'll be off Fox NFL." Well, I, I don't understand why people. I don't understand the Joe Buck hate. I don't understand it either. I mean, I I, I know that there's just when you're a fan, like the Randy Moss stuff was really goofy. Like he has goofy moments, but for uh, for the most part, does a pretty good job. And and even the announcers that I don't like. So for for NFL teams and baseball teams, they think it's because Joe Buck hates their team. For me, I the announcers that I hate at the college basketball level, it's not because I think that they hate Kentucky. I just don't like them. I don't think they're that good at their job. You know, like I that's that's the part that I don't get that there's a disconnect. I've never thought that except for Billy Packer. Is Billy Packer the last guy that Kentucky fans universally hated because they thought he hated Kentucky? Uh probably not. UK fans often think they're sliding. Yeah, but as far as like a, a But maybe universally. Yeah, yeah. He he was the last one that was like that. I don't think we get that anymore. And I don't understand that with Joe Buck either. But uh to to go back to Jeopardy though, I don't know which of these people will end up taking it because they've got so much other so many other jobs. I think that's why we just assumed that it would end up being Ken Jennings. It's just because like, well, what else has he got going on? No, it seems like all these people like want want it. I mean, I, why wouldn't you? You probably are getting paid a ton of money to do Jeopardy. Well, I know they're doing a lot of money. They're they're just donating to charity as well uh, throughout this. But it sounds like it would be a pretty easy gig. It's just Anderson Cooper, CNN host, sixty minutes. That that keeps you pretty busy. How much do you think Trebek was getting paid at the end? Uh, I'm getting annual salary. Yeah. Let's say uh, eighteen million. Okay, Justin, how much do you think? Trebek I'm not going a year. I'm not gonna answer because I'm staring at it right now. Two hundred oh. two hundred and thirty shows a year gets paid about forty three thousand dollars an episode. So for you know twenty two minutes. minutes of work. Ten million Could, a year. And who wouldn't want that job? Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty great job. Slightly less than Pat Sajak at twelve million. Which is pretty insane. And Pat Sajak, it's well known he's terrible at his job, so He's fine at his job. It's just Jeopardy is a much better show and product than Wheel of Fortune. $43,000 per episode is what yeah. it kind of comes out to. And first off, whoever, you know, if it's Aaron Rodgers or Anderson Cooper, they could theoretically be making more right off the jump. Secondly, it's also CBS every single night at 7 or 7.30, depending on what part of the country you live in. Yeah. Man. Pretty amazing. Yeah. Pretty, pretty amazing. Hey, what's also amazing, a lot of people worked up around college basketball, Roush. Really? Illinois fans, they're nervous about Orlando and Tigua, although I I thought there'd be like more rumblings or more stuff to come out later in the day. I don't think that really happened unless I'm missing something. Nope. And then secondly, how about Iowa compliance? Kind of throw in, not necessarily shade at Kentucky, but probably shade at Kentucky. Did you see that? Did you hear about this? Uh, I saw that. Uh, Iowa Compliance sent out a tweet. It said, friendly reminder that you cannot contact players until they enter the transfer portal. It's consistent with Fran McCaffrey uh, coming out and revealing publicly that C.J. Frederick has entered the transfer portal. That was basically the, the entirety of the statement that Iowa shared right before Frederick had a long statement about leaving Iowa um, to take his talents elsewhere. And I would just... I would like to remind everybody that Fran McCaffrey is a big baby. He's little baby goo-goo. Wah, wah, wah. I believe it was two or three years ago where they basically he, – he, he chased the refs into the tunnel and just screamed <laughs> at him with profanities because he yeah. had lost his mind. He was he, actually in the right there. Yeah, but he's, he's a big child. He's a big baby, an adult baby. 
And I'm not shocked at all that he is very mad that C.J. Frederick is leaving, even though he basically relegated him to bench duty this year, halfway through the season once he came back from injury. So, well, you kind of, you know, did this to yourself, pal. I, I just really despise Frank, Frank McCaffrey because I feel like he's always whining. And he's like most people in the Midwest, a la Indiana, who believe that basketball is only about shooting threes. Who cares about defense? Oh, Suck it, wow. Hoosier Dingus. He just had Luca Garza, though. So? I still – yeah. They, did you see how many points they gave up in that loss in the NCAA tournament? Like sure. a bajillion. I think it was close to a bajillion. It was 95. 95 to uh, – Garza had 30-something, and they lost. Hey, you're only going to be able to talk about Indiana like this for so long. So get it in while you can. Three head coaches. Uh, three head coaches. <laughs> three. That's the, uh, the Cyclops – or no, the Hydra. It's... Of uh, of college basketball coaches. Cut one head off and you just get three more. So it seems like C.J. Frederick to Kentucky is going to happen. I, I put out on Twitter yesterday, so we got a report, I think it was KSR that had this, that Kentucky initially like just touched base with Davion Harmon, which, again, allow this to be just a reminder sometimes. And, and I feel like I'm probably – I think we've got a smart listening audience. Yeah, a few, yeah. Ding, a few dinguses, but for the most right, part, I think know, we've got a pretty smart what when you listening get some audience. Mixed in there. I, I, I wish more fans of Kentucky athletics would tune into KRC and uh, you know some of that real talk. Do what you want when you're popping, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, right, right. Okay, so the fact that this is a good reminder of like the reaching out sort of deal too. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I I guess Kentucky's not interested in Harmon, the Oklahoma transfer. Well, and, but they touch base with them. Yeah. That's considered, I guess, reaching out. So with the Rocket Watts stuff, and I'm probably just talking to myself here, it doesn't mean Kentucky like wanted Rocket Watts or there was reason to panic. And we pretty much kind of said yesterday that like Kentucky's got too many options to lose. Harmon's a great player. He'd be a great addition. He was, you know, certainly in my top five maybe my top three of like once for Kentucky basketball for this upcoming season the fact that UK hasn't talked or reached out to him in over a week after just the initial contact they never followed back up Roush that has to mean they like what they've got or they they feel good about what they've got Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is I've got no idea what it is but they have to feel confident about something. So here's what I think it is. I think they know they're getting Adam Miller. I think that's locked up. I think whatever tweet came out from that Hoosier dingus was... Not our Hoosier dingus. Not our... The other Hoosier dingus. A Hoosier dingus, yes. Yes. Jake Guyton. They, uh, I I don't think that was unintentional. I think something, you know, I think it's probably behind scenes that may be locked up. I think C.J. Frederick's probably locked up. This this is just guessing, too, by the way. This isn't inside information. Don't go... Hold me against this. I'm wrong all the time with this stuff. So I think in my guessing brain that they've got Frederick and Miller locked up and they still think like, hey, we can get Carr. Maybe they're thinking McClung. I don't know if Wheeler fits in the mold. You know, I doubt Wheeler would fit in the mold over Harmon. Mm -hmm. But Roush, they got to like what they've got. Or they uh, they have to like how they're sitting. If they're not not continuing to recruit Harmon. And the way that Zach laid it out to and Barry – Barry, in in brass knuckles terms, like we've only heard the ambiguous. They've reached out to so and so, but I, I we we don't know how this stuff exactly works, the exact mechanics of it. And Zach flat out said, his dad said they spoke to Jay Lucas last week. 
They were playing to talk with Cal. That never happened. He might try again, but he'll probably end up looking elsewhere. And that's so that's kind of the protocol, if you will, now where you reach out to somebody, you kind of have a conversation, initial conversation, to at least be in the loop if you're interested down the road, uh, maybe gauge a little bit of interest, and then you can proceed to go from there. That's probably what they've done with all of these guys, and we're just paying way too much attention. They've cast a wide net, and then there's others that they they've obviously have more extensive relationships with. In the Frederick case, I think a lot of the – it's expected to move fast. I think really we're just at the point where they're trying to not make it look obvious. Uh, it's kind of like uh, there was a kid, Tony Poljan, who yeah. – no, you're spot on with who, this. Who went from Central Michigan, he transferred to, I believe it was West Virginia. I, I forget the school he went to. But he entered the transfer portal and committed to the other school within three hours or something like that. And it, and I think they were just like, well, maybe we don't want to be this obvious about things. Maybe we should you know, let, let at least give the appearance of weighing options and all that. And I think that's where we are right now with Frederick. Do the old classic... Uh... Bob Valvano let the cake bake, and our thoughts are with yeah, Mr. Yeah, Valvano. Season P's up to Bobby V. That's terrible. Yeah, with his cancer diagnosis. Says it's a, a, a optimistic outlook, so that's good. Still going to be tough. So, but yeah, our Fight thoughts, that good fight, man. Our, our thoughts with him. He's an important part of radio in this town, both play-by-play and color commentary. Just basketball just, in general, man. Yeah, and obviously a daily show. So we are certainly thinking of him. So, Roush, I think just reading the tea leaves and who Kentucky's kind of reaching out to and the rumblings and the leaks and the cracks is I think Frederick, check, Miller, check, and then this is just hoping and wishing and praying. But I'm hoping that, like, their last person that they want to get is Carr. Um, And they they think, all right, Miller – because – Everybody, you know, this is kind of good news. This should make us feel like a little bit warm and fuzzy inside is that a lot of these dudes want to come play for Kentucky. I think Jack had a story with the Coastal Carolina guy mm-hmm. who he was like, I want to hear from Kentucky. That guy would be a great option, by the way. Kentucky's going to get, Let me get somebody. It's a, it's a little bit of like, all right, we got a couple dudes that definitely want to be here. Do we look into them? And then we got a couple dudes that may want to be here, but they may want to go pro. They may not want to be here. We may have to convince them that they want to come here. So it's a little bit of who do you go after that you may need to actually convince what they want to be at Kentucky, but they don't know it yet, versus who do we pull from this other pool that desperately wants to be here. All we have to do is literally give them the papers to sign, and they're they're on board. Roush, I don't think it's always a bad idea to pull a little bit from each pool. You know, you got to find the right fits as is. But one, I know Kentucky, there are there's a portion of Kentucky fans that love this. I want guys that want to play for Kentucky. That stuff can matter. Mm-hmm. Like if that, you know, if the Kentucky across your chest means a little bit more. And then there's a, but some of the guys that are weighing pro options, there's a reason why they're doing that. It's because they're borderline be maybe good enough to be able to to start making money to play some basketball, some nice money to play basketball. So. That's what I'm thinking. That's just what my gut tells me with this situation is that they feel like they've got Frederick. All right, your eighth, ninth guy down the bench. It's never going to be a bad thing to have a shooter. And plus, you've got plenty of years of eligibility remaining too. So 2022, 2023, can you imagine a lineup with Frederick and Dante Allen? Both kind of improve their defense a little bit, uh, working without the ball, creating their own shots with the ball. That could be a lot of fun. Mm Mm-hmm. 
I think people could get excited about that. Kind of weird that he redshirted. Who? C.J. Frederick. Why is it weird? I just, when was the last time you heard about a... Dante Allen redshirted. He's hurt. Yeah. Without an injury. Like, Frederick just redshirted. It happens. I know, you just don't hear about that in basketball. That much. But you, you do, but just, yeah, it's not... Not due to injury. Nick's a, right. No, like, I mean, Kyle Wilcher was going to redshirt at UK. It almost happened. Was gonna. And that was after, like, a sophomore year. You never hear that. Yeah, that's also... U of L had... Uh, the, well, the Hulk. They, they, they've you, had people You know what I should say, the caveat? You don't see it at good programs. Zing. Yeah, I'm sure there was some kid redshirting for Indiana last Ty Winyard redshirted. Did he? They could have burned his eligibility if they wanted to, and they didn't. We didn't have a red shirt last year. Nick, suck it. <laughs> yeah, I bet you all did. Nope. Somebody. Nope. Somebody had a, hey, walk, on, a walk on, maybe. Or, uh, yeah. Well, you needed all the help you could yeah. get. Hey. No, that, uh, I. Man, yeah. there was a really good it's... joke I had in there, too, during, but I didn't interject. I should have interjected earlier. Now it's too late. No, go ahead and do, do it. The joke. I've already had one of those this morning, too. Oh, do it. Do, do it. The best you pull from the different, ones that don't. You got to pull sense. from different pools. Well, don't pull from the kiddie pool. We know what's in that water. And much better if the t- you know yeah. timing was there. Timing was there. No, it was good. Yeah. I liked it. It would have been good. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was, it was just too slow. It was a good It came one. to me too slowly. Okay, so if they if let's say I'm right though, and they and I still think Mince is gone, although Ooh. that Instagram post just has my brain in a pretzel, so I've got no idea on that. But let let's say that they are adding Frederick, Mince is gone, they're gonna add Adam Miller, and then you kind of shoot for the stars with Carr. You okay? Like, do you like how that setup is? Shoot for, for the cars. So let's say Kentucky's lineup is Miller, and you've got Grady, and you've got Allen, and you've got Hickman, and you've got Frederick, and you've got Hopkins, and you got the whole front court. Are you feeling good about next season? Yay or nay? I'm curious if there's going to be a guy that they can pull from the portal that I think is going to give UK bona fide star power or not. I think that team's good. I think mm-hmm. that team's a tournament team. It's not a team that's going 9-16, and 16, blah, blah, blah. I, I don't think it's a national title contender unless you get that superstar guy like Carr. Carr or somebody of a similar mold. And, there's and also, then I think Carr takes you to Final Four and beyond. There's also a part of me, too, that wonders, is is that out there? But, I mean, Carl Lake Jones, look what he was for Louisville last oh, year. Oh, yeah, there's, you know? so, there's definitely out so there. So, I, it really, it all just could, depends on who this point guard is that they're going to add. And maybe it'll be at Kentucky, maybe it'll be at Illinois. Miller's going to have a big season. The, just the more I watch that dude over the weekend, he is a... He is going to be a star. He's going to be a bas- college basketball star next season. Uh, maybe maybe I should pump. He's going to be a really, really nice college basketball player next season. I hope it's at Kentucky. It'd be a he, – he is also – you know, we were kind of talking wish lists and whatnot. And uh, whoever did that – whoever the two people were that did the little, like, drafting, the available U.K. targets – Story. Uh, that yeah. that was a good content item, and uh, somebody took Ty Ty Washington second. That's another name. You know, we haven't mentioned Ty Ty <laughs> Washington here. Maybe maybe Kentucky is going to get Miller. Maybe they are going to get Frederick. But instead of Carr, they just feel like Washington's the guy that they want. I, folks, I don't know. It's kind of personal preference with that stuff. I would take more proven people over Ty Ty Washington, but that's coming. And I but I, I like Ty Ty. If they were to get him, I think he could do a good job as well. Point is, there's a lot of options. I think Kentucky, just reading the tea leaves, I think they've got a few people they know are on board. They just can't say it yet for for reasons Roush mentioned a little bit earlier in this segment. And then I still think there's maybe one or two guys that they that they want that they aren't so sure about. 
It's going to be fun, but too many options to fail. Too big to fail, Roush, as they say. Just like Enron. Exactly. Let's go to a break. Text into the show, 502-414-1450. We can spend more time with texts today as well. UK volleyball tomorrow. I wish it was tonight, Roush. Yeah, very excited. It'll Did- be a cold night. It'll be fun to just put on some volleyball. This week is every day is going to take an eternity. Also, I'm just going to be completely frank with you. I'm totally prepared to be checked out all next week. Oh. Just mentally, just not, not. I'm, I'm so excited. I cannot What's freaking that? wait till oh, Derby. Oh, Derby? Week, ten days. Eight days until the real fun begins, and we get NFL draft after Derby. Whoo! Whoo! Whoo, buddy! Ah! Whoo! Roush is pumped up. Ha-ha! We'll come back. We'll talk more. About a little bit of everything, folks. This is KRC on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kayla. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. My grandma drank all my pot. That is great. I'm just saying it's cool. I mean, how many people get to say that in a lifetime? Very underrated film, Grandma's Boy. I think it's properly rated as a great movie. Oh, yeah. I don't know anybody yeah. that like, doesn't like it. I'm sure there are some squares out there. Well, there's squares everywhere. JB character is just so great. Oh, gosh. If you guys just want good entertainment, join the Highlands Facebook neighborhood page. Oh, that's that's good entertainment. Talk about squares. <laughs> the Kroger in the Highlands on Bardstown Road, mm-hmm. I guess, is getting rid of their windows. How do you... They're, like, renovating the store, and part of the renovation is they're just getting rid of windows. I mean, does Kroger really need windows? And, but they're they're putting up like fake windows. They're not windows that you can actually like see in and out of. But they're so like what? where their windows are. Are it's still going to look like there's windows there? It's just not going to be real windows. Why? So I think why they're doing it is like something? probably you know vandalism stuff like that. Upkeep with windows. Yeah. Just for what gain? People being able to see in and out of the store like. Big whoop. Yeah, That's yeah. probably their logic. I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not doing I'm the renovations. To imagine if I, I can't, when I picture a Kroger, I don't ever picture windows. Maybe, maybe like along the storefront. Yeah, know? but you only just see what? People but, cashing out? But the one in the Highlands out? is unique because the storefront is not along the front of the road. Right, it's, it faces you go, the parking yeah, lot. Yeah, it faces yeah. the parking lot. But the, the side of the Kroger is along the actual road, and these are where those oh, windows are. Oh, I see. So it's just really the windows on the side they're getting huh. rid of that go along Bargetown Road. Uh, of course, people are mad. This is ruining the architecture of Highlands buildings. When I'm in that Kroger, I love being able to look outside. That's turned into a big name. It's got 185 comments. Oh, wow. Is it is if you, if you want good comedy on Facebook, join that. Join that Facebook page. Has it been as wild as the uh, the road talk through the park? I, I feel like that died down. I haven't heard much about road talk. Are they reopening? Are they keeping them closed? We never got a follow up on what they're doing with the Cherokee and Iroquois Park loops. 
But as I was going through perusing through our Facebook page, saw some very heated debates back in the day over that. Yeah, no, it's everything. I mean, it's just... I just didn't know if they ever came to a resolution on it or if we're still no, in the waiting to see what people said in the survey. I think deal. what they have decided is that there's going to be some roads that are going to be like longer temporarily closed, maybe forever, though. And then they're going to open some back up. I think soon is where we settled on. That. Gotcha. OK. I don't you know. I don't I think just kind of following the lines here. Hey, I do want to talk about this. OK. Well, actually, let me go into what I was getting into before we went down this road. Uh, Roush and I were talking during the break that the weather, the next little bit, not great. Uh, Like we said, you know, high 50, 52 today, whatever it is. And then I'm going to have volleyball games Thursday and Friday night, and those are not going to be fun. Not great, Bob. At all. You're planning on golfing on Saturday. It's a high of 58 and a 93% chance of rain. That's going to be a wet one, Roush. And what I would recommend is you take that golf scramble over to the Bobby Cook Golf Academy. We can do that? You can do that. Oh, wow. BYOB, you take the whole group over there. BYO Bobby. You You don't have to worry about rain. You don't have to worry about the cold. It's all climate controlled inside the Bobby Cook Golf Academy over on Exit 4 in Southern Indiana. And you can do that. You can get the boys, make a Saturday of it. You can hit their virtual courses. It's a lot of fun. They keep scores. You don't have to necessarily do the putting, which is always kind of a hassle on the virtual screens. It's a good, fun Saturday. And you can go to bobbycookgolfacademy.com to learn more. Or maybe you want lessons, or maybe you just want to hit the virtual range. They've got it all at the Bobby Cook Golf Academy. It's just about 15 minutes from most spots in Louisville. If you're downtown Louisville, it's probably only 10 minutes. Give them a call at 812-913-4415, 812-913-4415 to book your tea time at the Bobby Cook Golf Academy. I may actually go there this Saturday if the weather's going to be bad. 12 hours of rain. I'm just playing <laughs> too solid. Like I'm not playing great by any stretch of the imagination. But you're consistent. You're but I'm playing well. Mm-hmm. playing well, and well, I'm happy about it. I feel like if I can elevate the, I'm early in the season, so if I can take this to the next level, mm-hmm. it could be pretty good. Well, and you were talking about during that break how your putting's been struggling. So at Bobby Cook, you just get credit for that. All those putts you were missing. Th- that's great point, Justin. Yeah. I won't so have to imagine worry about, your score, yeah. Yeah, I won't have to. It's right now just like little four-foot putts for me that are so, so obnoxious. But I had a great time with my mom yesterday. She was giving me crap because, like, on one of them, the why, I, like, I stepped over the wife's ball and I just, like, you know, just rushed and hit it and missed. I was like, I'm giving that. It's within a putter. <laughs> she was like, no. No, you can't count that. I was like, Mom, who are you? I'm yeah, not playing yeah. for money. Come on. I'm not. Did she I'm like, pay for me you? feel good. Uh, she paid for me. Yeah, yeah, then she gets to make the call. But we weren't <laughs> playing for we weren't playing for money. She's got a she's in like a little league, so she's got her scores need to be official, official. But inside a putter, that's good. Unless I'm playing for money, I'm gonna give myself inside putters. And you should say, well, TJ, you should still make those. Yeah, I should. That is I awesome suck. that your mom's in a golf league. Uh, yeah, that is so cool. Gosh, the wife played well. My mom, she was like, I played some of my best golf when I was pregnant. And the wife went out there, and she was just like, boom, she was on the money. So maybe some truth to the pregnancy the thing. The power of two. Oh, man. That's what, that's what my mom was saying. The power of two. Love it. <laughs> yeah. The <laughs> wife was like in this bunker, and she just like hit it out like a pro, and like it went like two feet. I was like, I, how, you don't even know how to hit out of the bunker. Like, how'd you do that? It was great. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Golf, great sport. Bobby Cook Golf Academy. They'll make you better 
at it. Hey, so I've I'm a failure and haven't been to Bobby Cook yet. How many uh I guess screens do they have? I think they've got three, three for oh, okay. now, but more on Incoming, yeah. Uh, yeah in the yeah, but you can like if you know you can call and say, Hey, can I get two screens? And they could be like, you know, with uh, noon we can get you in. You can both screens for an hour, two hours. So if you got a bigger party, you can get multiple screens. Yeah. We uh had all three when the last time I was out there. Was who who got the premier one? The main one? Yeah. The worst golfers. They got the main one? Yeah. Interesting. We gave them that. Well, they were also third to get set up, you know. So oh, okay. it was like, ah, oh, everybody run, you know. Yeah. I hear you. Man, happy to get out there. Happy spring will happen. But I'm not going to take weather complaints, as we said. Yes, there's snow. Don't plant your flowers dumb, you dinguses. You wait till after Derby to plant anything if you're worried about your flowers getting ruined. And hey, snow looks pretty on Churchill Downs uh, right around this time. Uh, quick Derby news. Uh, Cotto River who is a Brad Cox horse. <laughs> great great guy. Right Did you there. see our friend Haley Minogue got to hang out with Brad Cox? Oh, I was talking to her about it. Very jealous. I was going to say, you just had I was, to be oh, super steamed. I mean, yes, that's a good way to put it. Uh, but Cotto River's probably going to run. He was a runner-up in the Arkansas Derby, won a couple early prep races. If all things go well in his work this weekend, he's going to be out of the Derby, They into the Derby. They were considering holding him off to the Preakness until Baffert pulled one of his horses out. Baffert also, since his concert tour, who many thought, including Ben Roberts, a uh, big old suck it to old Benny, Benny R. over at the Herald-Leader. Wow. He once had concert toured as his top derby horse. Uh, Baffert pulled him out because he's a little whiny, wimpy baby. And now he's thinking about getting Hosier back into the mix. But the 20-horse field will be determined I believe either a week from today or it'll be next Tuesday. Uh, but they're getting their final actual works in where they're they're sprinting on the track, doing their their, their clock stuff. Next week will be kind of casual gallops and uh, paddock work, work on the gate, and that'll be about it. Is the Derby field not still based on points? It is, but you just have some horses that have enough that don't want to be in it or some that they thought – like in Baffert's case – he wasn't going to race this Hosier horse because, frankly, it stinks. Uh, but then another one of his horses dropped out, so it's like, well, maybe this horse is good enough to run in the Derby. So, you know, there's decisions like that to be made among trainers and ownership groups. Uh, but a lot of them, they're just they're just anxious to have a horse in the Derby because having a horse in the Derby is pretty damn cool. It is. I've never had one. I've, my family's not a racehorsing empire like yours, Roush. But I one can day, imagine one day we'll be in there. The, the Which, by the way, did we win? Did we win the lottery? Because that's what I'm doing once we win the lottery. Seriously, I'm so ready. I'm so ready to win the lottery. Just get this a get a nice ridiculous. little horse. I'll, I'll hop on horse racing quick. contingency. Uh, Anytime I do go golf, we'll go I'm just like derby. man, just imagine winning the lottery and you could do this every day. So I heard that that's what Tony Romo like. He just plays golf every single. Why day. Why wouldn't you? Like honestly. The only thing is I wouldn't want to like live in Florida where it's more weather. But here's what I'm doing if I'm winning the lottery. Okay. I'm getting on, I don't know, one of the nice, like maybe Louisville Country Club or maybe just Valhalla. I don't know. Uh, Big Springs is one of the nicest. Mm. It's very nice, but I, I, I like. suck at Big Springs. I, my yeah. family is members at Big Springs. I like Big Springs. It's not one of the nicest. Um <laughs> I don't. I don't know my country clubs as well as you, TJ. Sorry. Well, we looked into one just because it it actually could save could be money. a good money investment right. if I wanted to play as much golf as I wanted to. But uh, baby, on the way, it ain't gonna work out. But that's okay. So I would become a member at one of the nicest country clubs in Louisville, which isn't really saying too terribly much. And then, but more importantly, I'm getting like a Bobby Cook golf set up in my basement. 
And I may just buy Bobby Cook to be like on retainer as a golf yeah, trainer or something like house. that. But really, that's going to be the big kickers. I'm buying a house close to whatever country club I'm living at. I'm golfing pretty much every day. Probably going to get a golf cart so you just drive up to it. Yeah. But more importantly, yeah, it's going to be like the golf megaplex in my basement that's just going to get me on the tour. Mm. Well, I hate to break it to you all, but it didn't happen last night. Ugh. Out of the two Mega Millions tickets we had, didn't hit a single number. What? Not a single number. <laughs> You know what? That means we're We might have to fire the boss from buying the tickets. This is getting ridiculous. That's <laughs> Certainly, we're due. Did anybody hit Mega Millions last night? I don't uh, believe so. Let's yeah, see. I don't believe so either. Let's see. Mega Millions. Anything on the news about it? Jackpot worth $257 nope. million. Yep, nobody hit it. Four Still million alive. Mega Million tickets sold in Mountain Grove, Missouri. I would take that. Kind of cool. Yeah. Or is that... What's the MO for, uh, is that Montana? Missouri. Yeah, no, Missouri. Montana's MN. No, that's Minnesota. That's, that's Minnesota. Montana's MT. Yeah. Gotcha. All right, Mountain Grove, Missouri. Here it's nice this time of year. <laughs> All right, so the quest continues. Let's go to a break. We got to talk about the big dog's comments. On the one hand, it's just I, I can't, I want him to just keep saying outlandish things just because media in Louisville just can't, seem to comprehend it also uh and just shout out to the way he uses twitter i love it <laughs> yeah shout out to that <laughs> so great great shout out we'll be back we'll talk about it you're listening to krc text into the show 502-414-1450 tj walker nick roush justin kalen roush going back for another donut hole Woo! Kentucky Roll Call. Yes! Yes! Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. This Mother's Day, it's not too far off. May 9th, is it? I believe. That is correct. Get your mom something that truly reflects your appreciation for all she's done over the last 12 months. Forget the last 12 months. How about how about your pathetic life? Get your mom something for all she's done in your whole entire life. Get her a timeless and meaningful gift from Genesis Diamonds. Genesis Diamonds, they've got a special selection of affordable gifts for mom. They're going to help you out, too. You're going to stay within budget. Shelbyville Road Plaza next to Trader Joe's. TJ, let me just go ahead and give you some advice now. Uh you really do need to to go above and beyond for your mother this Mother's Day. You're going to have a newfound appreciation once you see what Hannah has to go through to to bring a child in the world, and you're just going to feel so guilty for being a TJ for all these years. Whoa. Jeez. But why do you have to have that one day to show that to your mom? That's the one thing I don't understand. No, you just do. It's just a good this goes excuse back, to do something nice. This goes back to the whole Valentine's Day thing for me. 
You should love your mom every day of the year. Yeah, but uh, here's the thing, though, Justin. Yeah, but you that's can't correct. give your mom a gift every day of the year. Your mom doesn't expect a gift on Mother's Day. How do you know that? You don't know my mom. My She's mom. incredibly materialistic. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> that's unfortunate. <laughs> they, your mom just wants to see you. Justin, here's the thing. No, she doesn't. I would agree <laughs> if it wasn't that the guys didn't also get Father's Day, a.k.a. great excuse to play golf. Well, it's the same thing for Father's Day, too. Why, why? I think we're going to the track for my Mother's Day. So. Oh, man. Great day. Yeah. Uh, Hey, Mom, you want to go to the track for Mother's Day? It's her idea. She used to always want that to go to the track growing up. And, you know, at times she was a single mother growing up. And, and my sister kid, would always make a big stink, be like, I hate the track. I'm not going. And then Jonathan and I, we didn't really care. Like, we didn't bet or whatever, but we didn't care. But she, the sister would always put up a big stink. Yeah, my mom, that's good. She, she either wants to golf or go to the track. I'm like, hell oh, yeah. Oh, Let's do whatever Mother's arm, Day you want. Yeah. What yeah. a cool mom. Seriously. Totally agree. That's why I'm going to Genesis Diamonds, because she's the coolest. Yeah. Well, in that case, yeah, you probably should. Hey, Justin, I have a question for you. I hopefully have an answer. How dare you? (laughs) Second question. (laughs) Yesterday, you made a promise to the Kentucky Roll Call listening audience. Oh, God. Yep. You said that you were going to go to Salsaritas for lunch. I did not. Time. It was so like you son of a. Son it, it wasn't so much a. of a. Pro- okay, so let me tell you what happened. So I wasn't scheduled to go into work until four. So my plan was to go golfing after the show, knock out eight, eighteen, maybe nine. I don't whatever whatever happened, and then I was going to go home, shower, go to Salsaritas, go to work, but then my boss called me in at noon, so Ooh. it kind of ruined my whole day. That would ruin my. So day I apologize. If you but, don't expect. Well, they to go open. To work till they open at eleven. So mm. all I'm hearing is excuses. Yeah, that's yeah. Are you gonna? Yeah, I've got nothing. You gonna go today? I am gonna try to go today. Well, so I start at eleven today. I might have to get. I'll, I'm gonna order it. Today. Do you not get? I'm gonna order it. Do you not get? On like a lunch it. break. To leave. Um, you know, front desk employees at hotels are like the one position where you really don't get. Just put a, a sign lunch and break. say back in five. Yeah, I mean, going to get wildly addictive chips at Salsaritas. Yeah. You want me to grab you some and then leave your number? I, I might just get it delivered, to be and honest then, with you. Oh, have the cure. There wow, is a you know be funny. So have you, you've gotten food delivered to the hotel, I'm sure, countless yeah, times. Absolutely. It'd be funny if every time you're like checking in. <laughs> oh, no. They bring in a bag of food. <laughs> no, I know. But yeah, that's, but that'd be the joke. So, you'd be yeah. like, checking in. Oh, God. Great joke. No, and then they'd not be like, no, joke. I got food. And you'd be like, what room? And just mess with them. Wouldn't that be awesome? They're going to be like, well, until they're going to be like, <laughs> until they're like, well, it's here for Justin and your name tag says Justin. So I assume this is yours, you clown. <laughs> well, a lot of Justins in this If world. you're getting salsaritas, though, you're going to be overjoyed whenever they walk through that door because they do have the most wildly addictive chips, mm-hmm. freshest salsas, mm. and they can give you Mexican any way you like it, whether you prefer it in a quesadilla or open-faced. I call it an open-faced burrito what's sometimes. that it's just a burrito bowl it's a different way to put it you can also do yeah, the history of covering cheese they just call it a open face uh, yeah it's like open face <laughs> turkey sandwich uh delicious nutritious salsaritas it has the best they have two locations in middletown and in st matthews i just go download the app today yep and text on into our show 502-414-1450 i guess we'll have to get to some of the big dog comments yeah, we can get to him on the other side of it. But cool of Hoosier Dingus to weigh in on the new Kentucky logo. Would love to also get his thoughts on sliced bread, putting a man on the moon, and Indiana's last title. We don't have time. Well, we, we did talk about Gavin Wimson last week, so. Man on the moon. 
Zing. Man, let's really try. That was a good one. Okay. Hey, so I just yeah. looked it up. Salsarita is four minutes from my hotel. Ooh, you could walk there. Just back in five. Yeah. Ten yeah. minute. I might do a ten minute uh, road trip today. Yeah, leave your job while you're supposed to be out at the office. That's right. Suck it. You have other people there. They can cover for you. Yeah. Are you friendly with any of the custodians? Custodians? Like maids? Housekeepers? Sure. I mean, yeah, they all speak Spanish, but yeah. Do you, do you lay low in Espanol? I'm muy bien. Um, Hablando um, Espanol. Un poco? Un poco Espanol? <laughs> Grande. Like that. That's good, yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, we'll just stop <laughs> so it there. Wrong. We'll just stop it there. That's a good place to stop. <laughs> Hour one. Done. We've got a full text line, 502-414-1450. we got to talk about what the big dog said. It's got people oh, all fired man. up. Woof, woof. This is Kentucky Roll oh, Call on a Wacky Wednesday. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen here on your Wednesday morning. We appreciate you spending time with us. Remember, KRC is coming on after we get off the air. Again, at 9 o'clock here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. And then you get the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Just search Kentucky Roll Call. If it's not there, then just Google it and you'll find it somewhere else. Although, Justin Kalen had an exciting Spotify update. Getting getting real close to Spotify. It'll be on by the end of the week. I've got to make sure some email things are in line and we're good to go. All right. The, how, how exciting there. So, even on Spotify, that I guess is maybe our last frontier. Yeah, I think you're on everything else. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah, Most I think, likely. I think, I think yeah. it'll probably be. So that's exciting. And then uh, wherever we are, leave a rating or review if you don't mind. Uh, we always appreciate that stuff. Uh, before we get into the big dog comments, a couple <laughs> quick things. Uh, Josh Caddis, as expected, committed to Kentucky yesterday. Tight end from Cincinnati. Love that he didn't even mention Louisville in his finalists, even though he was, according to Louisville, their Top tight end. Target. Although then it came out, no way that he was oh, their top target. No, we have nine or ten other guys. Turns out that we aren't even in recruiting tight yeah. ends. Small class. <laughs> didn't, didn't even want them. So before, yeah, but now, no. Right. No way, Jose. Never. U of L Media. Jesus. You know. It, uh, yeah, to go. I I do find it. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not odd, but I enjoy that your guys like your Chris Hatfields, Gabe. There, there's some guys out there who aren't really in media who don't deal with the players and the coaches on a regular basis and have to have them on their shows and be their mouthpieces and carry their water. Those people are have seem to be pretty rational when it comes to Satterfield and what's going on over there. But the folks who are back scratchers, they don't know how to scratch backs and also you know, be realists. Like, that's one thing that, TJ, you said you wish more UK people could listen to our show. It's kind of nice to 
be critical of your team at times and also butt slap at times. You can do both. You don't have to just constantly carry water like the folks over at UofL do. That's all they know how to do. They don't know any other way. Yeah. And, and then, then to be a disgruntled ex. Too. And then they'll they'll hop ship well after it's already sinking. And they won't do it a moment before. For the most part, there are some exceptions over there. But it's wild. It's mm-hmm. it, it's just two, two universities that are only 70 miles apart, but just major differences in philosophy and fans and how programs are. And I get frustrated with Kentucky to some degree. But I, I I would take Kentucky sometime over the top pessimism than just the blind. Nothing to see here. We can't show any cracks because if we show any cracks, it's like it, 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 there are some similarities to North Korea. Like North Korea is just a bleep show inside. Yep. Like you know people, it's sad. Like people go hungry. The the way that they handle things is horrible. You know we don't need to get into a big conversation mm-hmm. on North Korea. But like they can never go out of their way to blatantly ask for help because then it's like, ah, you all do suck. Yeah. So U of L is like, no, no. Yeah. UK's recruiting at all times high. Sure. They've outscored us 101 to 23 over the last two games, but Satterfield's just being patient with the recruits. Definitely nothing wrong at all. Because if we say that something's wrong, then it actually gives momentum to Kentucky. And then we're, then we're in big trouble. It, it, it reminds me of when they st- invite in foreign uh, media to look at, look how great it is over here exactly. in North Korea, and they yeah. stage a bunch of stuff. Same thing with, look at this great workout video of the whole team cheering a guy on as, he's, as, as Austin, or well, whatever the kid's name from Scott County is, I can't remember now, as he uh, hang cleans a bunch of weight. Look how hyped and excited they are. I, I just... And I do think there are a lot of Louisville fans that are sick of Satterfield, yeah, don't I, want them there. It, it seems like it's almost a majority, more so but than just a very like, small minority, like the, the but you don't hear about it's it. It's kind of like the fan media is just like the ones who are like, no, we're, yeah. we're okay. This is, you know, we got plenty to be excited about. He's got this. And they are going to get a commitment, I think, from that. What's the guy's name? Popeye? He's good. It's a good. It'll be a. Yeah. It'll be a good. It'll be a good get for Louisville when they get them. I do think there are fans that realize things aren't great, but it, they're they're kind of the radio hosts and some of their bloggers and stuff. I think they're doing their smart fans a disservice by not at least saying, "Folks, this is problematic. Like things are not good." Mm-hmm. Hopefully, let's get it gets better. Hopefully, we'll have a bright season, but it ain't great right now. But instead, those fan media will just do that until probably like they're three and six, and then they'll start to sound the alarm. Sounds about right. And I, you know, while we're at it, we might as well get into the the big dogs' comments because I do find it odd that while all of this is going on, there's a lot of whataboutism happening. So it, while everything's crumbling over at U of L, it's Vince Merrill thinks Kentucky football is Alabama or Ohio State. Can you believe it? Those were the comments. So Vince Merrill was on. Uh, so yeah, give give the background here. V- Vince Merrill went on uh, Michael Bennett show, and you know he, he kind of gave Vince the floor to just be as Vince's, you know, just let the big dog bark, and he did plenty of barking. <laughs> And the the quote that really grabbed attention was he said, we're starting to get that national respect. And this is in reference to the kind of recruiting trail. Here's how you know. 
when you got other schools negative recruiting us and saying, this coach may leave or these guys are loaded that position, I'm going to be honest with you. That's the kind of crap I used to say about Alabama or Ohio State. I'm not saying we're Alabama or Ohio State, but we're damn near close. And John Wong, being the savvy media person he is, just tweeted out a link to that article and said, I'm not saying we're Alabama or Ohio State, but we're damn near close. And Louisville fans, and there's 119 quote tweets to that. People are very mad. 50 responses. Very, very upset by what Vince Merrill said. So, Vince Merrill, good job. You did it, buddy. First things first, no, Kentucky is not close to Ohio State and Alabama. No. no. Folks, Kentucky fans aren't running around like seeing Vince Vince's quote and being like, ha, I knew it. <laughs> I knew we were close despite the five and six I record just last Vince season. Merrill to and, say it. And, the, and the loss to Alabama. Folks, just because a coach said that doesn't mean an entire fan base is rallying around. No, Kentucky's not close to Alabama or Ohio State. We know that. But quote. guess what? You know where you want to aim for? The Alabamas and the Ohio States of the world. It's it's the same stuff like when Kentucky put the college football playoff bracket in the weight room and the yeah. local fans like lost their mind about it. It's what you're shooting for. It's what you're aspiring for. Smart people with brains knows that that quote is not accurate. But, boy, it's just like, U of all media, you need Vince around. What else would you be talking about? Well, Mojito Max, future trip to Maui? How many he's going to throw back? Not a whole lot happening over there. What, what grad transfer you all settled on next? And the thing is, it's like, you mean, college football coach says something to get fans excited about the season. Remember when Bobby Petrino said that Louisville was well, going to be better without Lamar Jackson? And, and, the different, and, the, and I, I don't, I really don't, I like feel like we're picking on Louisville. I, I'm not meaning to. I'm really just trying to pick on like their fan media. That's the thing is it was the fan media UofL that said that they could beat Alabama. Yeah. And it was Bobby Petrino who said that they'd be better offensively without Lamar. And the same smart UofL fans were like, that's dumb. But it was still the same fanboy media that was like, well, technically it could be better because if you look at it this way, and you do like they, they spent ra- three months selling themselves that they could somehow be better. And where just what got did beat by the top every 40. UK fan media member do with Vince's comments? Just, oh, that's silly. Yeah, that's yeah. Vince. Kentucky's not yeah. Alabama, but you know nobody ran with it. Nothing, yeah. nothing wrong with being optimistic, but yeah, Kentucky's not Alabama. No, of course not. Alabama is what was the score? Sixty-three to sixty. 63 to set three. 63, they won by 60. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're not close to a program bad. that beats you by 60 points. Ooh. You're just, you're not. This is unrelated, but I was just reminded of this the other day when having a conversation with our good friend Adam Luckett. Uh, shout out to the Big Oot. But he he reminded me that, the, so Louisville, they have zero commits, right? So I've been told. So who was going to be their biggest commitment ever? It was going to be Chubba. Chubba was going to be Satterfield's guy, and that was going to be the kind of rallying cry, really get some good recruiting momentum. I forgot that the night that Chubba was down at Florida State and Mike Norvell convinced him to flip to Florida State. Chubba hubba. Satterfield was dancing to Luke Combs at the M Center. Oh. I mean, yeah. that, that's just kind of like a, you know, who really cares sort of Yeah, deal. you should be able to have your own life, but also like, man, not a great one. <laughs> <laughs> You're just losing your only good recruit. I mean, they, what, they got what, some com- decent what concert players. was it? It was uh, Luke Combs. 
wonder what song was playing, like the exact moment oh, I'm where sure Chubba it, was telling them. And Luke Combs is is good by modern country music standards. They're very, very low standards. When it rains, it pours, maybe? I yeah, bet that, I bet but I'm sure that there song. was some sort of sappy, you know, like, when it baby rains, don't it go. Pours. Justin's a big country guy. He knows oh, some yeah. of these songs. I yeah. know all the songs. Yeah, Luke Combs. I, I like Luke Combs. How does She Got the Best of Me go, Justin? She Sing. Got the Best of Me. <laughs> Broke <laughs> my heart. <laughs> Keep going. I don't. No, that's it. I don't recognize it. That's yet. all you're getting. Me and we we need song. a good karaoke night. God, I miss karaoke bars. Uh, not not like the one because that one kind of stinks. What's the one? The one on Barstown Road. I'm not even going to oh, give the one, a shout was out. That one we were like 19 years old and would go to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like that's the first. That, that bar one was I ever awesome. Got to. You're off your rocker. Oh, it was great it then, awesome but not now. Now, yeah, now the one for adults is Patrick's on Frankfurt. Yeah, there's also that's a the hoot. Uh, that's a hoot. I, I got enjoy stage uh, there one time. Hikes Point Lounge too, <laughs> cash only bar. Never been to Hikes Point. I mean, I've heard all the stories. I'd love to go met, one day. A uh, close friend of your dad's there. I think he dropped me off or something. I don't, I don't know. I mean, oh I yeah, was, yeah, yeah. I bet I know who that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, such a. Oh, you know the funny thing is, yesterday too, I was going to meet my mom for lunch, and that's how we kind of got on the golf conversation. But I'm just at a stoplight, and who's to my right? My wife, just running her errands throughout town. Uh, we weren't really Whoa. even necessarily near her house. Yeah, like I honked, and she was like, I didn't want to look at whoever the maniac was honking. And then I turned <laughs> over, and it was, it, it was you. Louisville, small, small town. So yeah. You, you, you can run into people that know somebody very, very easily. Oh, man. Some would say too small. I just, uh, karaoke bars are a good drunk, silly time. They're real silly. If you want to, if you want to go to a real confirmed, uh, if you want to go to a different kind of place that has some karaoke, O'Dolly's, O'Dolly's on Old Third Street Road. I'm sure Bullet East Beast and some other textures have some stories from O'Dolly's. It's it's a place. Hmm. Diorio's also has karaoke, really, but I think that's the one in the Highlands, and that's probably a young crowd, I would guess. Yeah, I just there's a fine line between taking it serious and just being too drunk, and you know you got to find a good mix. Of like, just, hey, we're here to have fun, and we're not going to be sitting here waiting in line all night. That, that, that's, uh, I don't want to wait three hours. To but you got to pay the you gotta pay the karaoke Yeah, I don't master. care to do that. That stinks. Screw that. Justin, you ever do karaoke? Uh, yeah, I was a big karaoke guy growing up. My mom had a karaoke machine. She was a really good singer. Oh, so. nice. Yeah. Are you, Rubbed you, off on me a little bit. Are you a good singer? I was okay. I could. Uh, Should you sing? I could got sing, the best of me. I could sing some Toby Keith with the best of them. Oh heck yeah! Uh, ain't as good as I once was. Uh, Beer for my horses was always my. That's jam. your big one. Yeah. I also uh, really should have been a cowboy mullet Toby. It's oh yes. Yeah. Whoo man! Courtesy of the red, white, and blue. Oh yeah. Red I, Solo Cup. You well. Oh, no, that's one of the best. You fill me up. Uh, <laughs> the put your boot in the ass. That oh. the whole crowd is just. You know what I really want for your thirtieth birthday. Is for Justin to sing American Soldier for us. <laughs> Live on air. <laughs> yeah. That's probably not. Just happening. start to finish. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's good radio. No, it's well, great radio. Great radio. <laughs> I, 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 I just feel like that's got copyright infringement all over it. Oh, oh that's what we're worried about. We're worried so, about walls. KRC's official statement with the big dog is of course, Kentucky's not near Alabama and Ohio State, but hopefully someday. Yeah. That'd be great. That'd be cool. Would be awesome, and if I'm Vince, I'm just like saying outlandish things here on and here out just to have UofL media. Well, and the thing is, is he's really good about just sneaking one in while saying rational things. Because like he I mean, even he even got Rutherford. Like Rutherford knows like the game. You know, he's smart enough to be like, "Hey, 
This is clearly just like a he's, silly he's, take. Yeah, he's hyping up and he, he he's he's playing into the hype machine. That's what he's here for. And he he uh he you know he got like Rutherford to be like, wait a minute, this is too much now. Like, no crap, it's too much. Of course, <laughs> everybody knows it's too much. Thank you, U of L Media, for letting us know that Kentucky football is not Alabama or Ohio State. We would have had no idea. No idea. Oh man. Big dog. He's he's a real treat. Real, real He won't nice. always be at UK Athletics, and I hope that he's I hope him and Soups they finish out their coaching careers at UK. Uh would be amazing if that were to happen. But we'll miss him. We'll yeah, miss the we'll, we'll miss the big dog someday when he's gone. Hopefully it's twenty years down the road. But uh he, he is a real treat. We need we need more media personalities like him. And, you know, since we got rid of Rick Patino, we replaced Rick Patino with Chris Mack from like a media Oh yeah, you know, yeah, no, it's fine. And Mac's been better than I thought with the videos and stuff like that, but it's still Chris Mac. Mm-hmm. He's got the personality of a yeah. Patino would never put man. out a video, which by oh, the way, yeah, well, I uh, he put out a little more than that. I, I listened to <laughs> Jamal Mashburn talking with uh, Rex Chapman yesterday. They they talked for an hour and change. Rex has a podcast now. Jamal Mashburn, what a fascinating guy. Roush listens listens to the Rex Chapman podcast. Well, I I, I didn't have anything up on my feed, and I was like, you know, I kind of want to hear from Jamal Mashburn because he's a guy that I had a picture up, I had a poster on my wall growing up, but I never, I mean, I never watched him. His last year was ninety three. I was two years old. You know, I I don't. And he talked about his son going to New Mexico. Yeah, he did. He also hey. talked about he, growing up it was the part that I thought was fascinating. Is that like him telling the story of why he wanted to be a businessman. It's because he's like, I saw all these guys with briefcases on the on the subway train, and I always want to know what was in those briefcases. And just hearing how he was raised and then thrown into the fire at Kentucky, of course, the 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 coach P uh, the the conditioning they had was wild. He talked a little bit about that Duke game as well. Um, so it's it was it was just a fascinating conversation. I, I enjoyed listening to it because. Mashburn's one of those guys that was a superstar college guy. And then I, I, I wondered, hey, what happened to him in the NBA? He played for 10 years, but he also he dealt with a lot of injuries once he got to the pros, which quite the bummer. I feel like a lot of people would say Rex Chapman podcast, that's probably just a bunch of liberal mumbo-jumbo. Is that true? No, it was all basketball. Nice. Well, actually, I mean, he talked about – Mashburn talked about stuff outside of basketball, but no, no politicking. Although I did see he had Steph Curry on, which is Steph Curry. He's pretty popular right now. I've and, heard of that uh, guy, yeah. The teaser was his thoughts on the jury trial, which uh, of of Derek Chauvin. Which here's uh, oh, do, do we need? I I don't. Not everybody needs to have an opinion on uh, a man being found guilty for murder. Like Raiders, what do you do? No, that that was gonna be my take. It's just like, gosh. First off, yeah, you don't have to say anything. Yeah, like, like oh, um, the guy, the bad man was convicted. Like, okay, let's. I I don't I don't need to share my opinion. And then how many people? But like, all right, so you don't have to say anything. But if you feel like you want to say something, make okay, it appropriate. That's fine. How many people mess stuff up, dude? Nancy, Nancy Pelosi, Pelosi. My goodness, what? Who is? I hope that was a speechwriter, not something you came up with, because good war, that person needs to be... That was the dumb... No, she said it like it came out of her mouth. Right, I know, but yeah. it, if it was, even if it was plain... How, oh, I get what you're saying. You yeah. know, like, I just I just can't believe that she said those words. You're supposed... And then the Raiders. Gosh. The Raiders, that was... And I didn't even realize, too, that... So, was it We Can Breathe... Was that the was that the graphic that they I, they said I can breathe and they had yesterday's date. 
which also for, for, just, Mark Davis too. Uh, yeah, he was like, I messed up, but I'm going to leave it up there. Yeah, I'm not deleting it. And then, you know what? I kind of respect that. A, a, apparently, that was what the cops, they wore those short shirts after the one dude in New York got choked out. And as like a, huh. as like a joke. Uh, yeah. Jeez. Either way. Hey, idiots. You don't all need to have opinions. I saw South Carolina issued some statement. And I get that you want to show support for people who are emotionally invested into this. Especially if you're like a football program. You've got players who are really emotionally invested in it. But you don't, you don't need to make a statement. Talk to them. Have our conversations about it. But it, it, this doesn't need to all be about me. Corporations do not need to be people. Uh. Man, and now I can't think of the Supreme Court decision. Oh, gosh, that would have been a great reference. Bro versus Wade. No, 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 no. <laughs> and you know which one I'm talking about, too. The campaign finance one. No, I don't think I actually do off the top of it's, my head. It's the big one. Gosh. Mm. Citizens United. Yes, it is. Gosh, corporations do not need to be people. They are not people, so don't need to make a statement after everything happens. I'm all right with the. I mean, you know, you can't really tell people what to say, what not to say, but you can't say don't be an idiot if you do say something. Yeah. And people seem to have issues and with mostly, that. And mostly, we got a lot of idiots, DJ. And let me say this. Uh, you're going to see a lot of people complaining about all the snow pictures, but I'm actually, like, cool with it. It's pretty wild that it is April 21st in Louisville, and, like, go- I'm seeing pictures of golf courses yeah. just covered in snow. You know, it's weird because snow is one thing that really usually depresses me. I absolutely hate snow. Oh, gosh. So when I was when I woke Dark. up this morning, I was like, I'm going to be – it's going to be a terrible day. But, but I, was, I was driving here, and, I, yeah, I had the same mindset. Like, I'm okay with this. This is weird, but, yeah, I'm okay with it because it, it was almost 70 degrees yesterday. We'll be at 65 by Friday. It's all good. Browse the forecast for next week. 30. No, I don't high, need to hear it. It's highest, not. We're not within a week yet. Derby high 69. Nice. Oaks high 67. First Saturday in May high 68. The next day after, because you know some of those temperatures, that Sunday 72, that Monday is 75. Unless something changes in the next week. Nah, yep, so a lot can change. Rain a lot chances can change anywhere from like Saturday. You know, weather five percent to just like wait, it'll change forty percent. So uh, we could be looking at a nice weather derby. We we deserve it. Yes, it wasn't last last year the first perfect. Saturday in May just like was, the most gorgeous day in the world? It was the most picture perfect day ever. I yeah. just sat outside and bet on the Arkansas Derby all day. It was we blowing. had turtle races. They were recorded. Yeah, yeah. We recorded. Let's get back to the text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. In honor of today's KRC, KRC show, I believe I'll do some Where's Waldoing while celebrating 420. Wish me luck. Because the Waldo gang, right? Correct. Bold East Beast here. Listening to the Patreon right now. Smoking before lifting is great. The mellow of the herb combined with the intensity of the pre-workout is a better combination than lamb and tuna fish. I don't know about lamb you ever done? So, uh, I've never done pre-workout before. but uh, it, it makes my heart race. I don't like it. So it... Sounds like may I don't know. I people, just think your heart rate of smoking some of the people who do uppers and lettuce. downers at the same time. Hey, yeah, hey, it's not a good combo. Yeah, bullies beast. I'd probably worry, not do that. I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd worry about that a little bit. I think just cut out the pre workout and then just get like a nice mellow lift in. You don't have to go hard in the paint, as the kids say. Jokic is the next evolution of NBA bigs. He's one of my favorite players to watch in the league. Do you really say it was a soft J? I just like Jokic better. 
Kind of sounds like Jokic. I always get him and the tennis player confused. One of them's Jokic, one of them's Jokic. Oh, yeah, you're right. Jo- J- J- yeah, you're right. Djokovic and Jokic. Okay. Yeah. Did they if ever if say that's the what... next evolution of bigs, though, then I still I, – I think you all are just being a little disrespectful of Dirk. Okay? If I'm just going to be honest. I think he started the evolution, but yes, Jokic, I think, is taking it to the next level. Did we ever find out if Donovan Mitchell was it just a uh... – It was just an ankle sprain if you're talking about his injury. Okay. All right. Nothing. Because it was a very weird – they were playing at 3 in the afternoon in Indianapolis. It was a very oddly timed game. It was an odd injury, the way that it happened. Yeah. Basically got karate kicked. It was It was just odd. Yeah, he's going to be all right. Texture says, heads up, Yuval Media is currently having their heads explode on Twitter about the big dog saying we are close to Ohio State and Alabama. Anything more funny than them trying to knock Kentucky down a peg while we beat them by hundreds of points the last several years? So that's what Stoops needs to try to do this year. This is a, Win the by, score, like actually score 100. Well, no, the score of the last two years, 101 to 23. So Kentucky needs to outscore Louisville by 22 points, right? So you can get that total literally in the last three games, they've outscored you all by more than 100. Be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. That's easy. And can I just say I'm happy the games at Cardinal Stadium this year? Love it. One, it's just like you're going to steal a road win. Mm-hmm. Two, with a baby, I just have to now go like 10 minutes down the road. Oh, yeah. That is yeah. nice. It's going to yeah. be nice. Ooh, babysitting, though, during that. That's going to be. Uh... Well, the wife. She's a UVL fan. She's. Gonna much rather be with a crying baby than watch U of L. <laughs> it's true. They used to play that game at night too. What game at night? I think the last time UK was in Louisville was a night game. It, yeah, but most of the time it's day game. I guess you're right. It's been nooners for the most part mm-hmm. on SEC Network or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a night you game. You could the last take one, the baby. It probably could take the baby free. Right. Those. What's really funny is whenever you see babies with those big headphones on for their ears. Oh yeah. <laughs> Way too big of headphones for you. Little just baby. enormous. Yeah. Oh, it's you, so funny. You look goofy. A texter says, "Roush, there's no reason." Oh, uh, going back to that other texture too. Is that like that is you know that's also the thing is that like hey U of L I get it it was kind of a silly comment from Vince, but like that's for Alabama and Ohio State fans to mock us. <laughs> Not the program that has been beaten by a billion. Which, by the way, did you see how mad Ohio State fans were when Goodwin committed to UK? No, I saw like a little bit of it, but nothing was over the top that I saw. Yeah, I mean, there weren't over the top things, and you kind of had to go looking for it. I saw some people being like, just wait, signing day is a long day away. Like, well, he, there was he, he's uh, got a flip. The response to the 11 Warriors, so 11 Warriors is the, the biggest of their, their blogs. Letterman Rose, another big one. But if you go to any of their tweets about Keontae Goodwin picks Kentucky over Ohio State, just looking at the replies, uh, my favorite was some guy saying, some, some guys just don't want the spotlight, just like Antonio Hall. And it's like, dude, that was 20 years ago, and you're still mad that you had one of your – Top guys leave the state to go to Kentucky. You have a million of them. You get almost all of them. And one leaves in Kentucky, and you're still holding a grudge over that 20 years later. I respect the hell out of that. Like that yeah, is man. that is a that is a f- true fan. It's not like those wimpy Gonzaga fans who were already being rational after the night after well, losing undefeated shucks, season. We just had a good season. Yeah, I'm like no, get the hell out of here with that. I need people holding 20 year grudges over recruits being lost to another school that you'd never even compete with for recruits. <laughs> Let's go to a break. You're listening to KRC. We got a lot of text to get to. 502 414 1450. 
TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. We'll be right back after this. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. Damn it! Come on! Come on! Come on, Glenn! Come on! Get your head in the damn game! With Walker and Roush. Hey, do you think it's time to talk to Quagmire about his anger issues with this game? Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen here on your Wednesday. You have any big plans today? Nope, none at all. Just some work. Yep, might get some uh, new golf shoes today. Oh, new Mm -hmm. golf shoes. Yeah, because I can't find my other ones. I switched back to an old pair of golf shoes because I liked them better. I really like the classic old man leather, just foot joys. Yeah, foot joys are where it's at. Yeah, they're great. Don't get your feet wet. It's nice. That is, you don't want your feet wet. Yeah, that's one thing you can't do. I uh, also might just get regular shoes. It could be a big shoe day for me. <laughs> um, but I, I am I'm curious. Did you see this, TJ? Did you hear this? What do you got? Olivier Saar declared for the NBA draft. Yeah, like uh, we knew he was not coming back to Kentucky. So... You know, I really thought we already did the press release thing, too. I thought we did as well. But regardless, we knew that he was gone. I actually think he has he got a bad rap. Uh, I think we'll, I think history won't be kind to him. I think he did what people thought he was going to do. Came in, was offense, uh, was some offense on a team that was really, really bad offensively, maybe the worst in our lifetime, one of the worst in our lifetime. He provided some of that offense. He just we he didn't have the pieces around him that we thought he was going to have. Point guard non-existent. BJ Boston wasn't the player we thought. Terrence Clark injuries kept him from what we thought he was going to be. So I actually think Sar held up to the end of his bargain. I think everything at UK wasn't what we thought it was going to be around him. The the only thing I would I, I expected a little more consistency from him as an upperclassman, but the dude just didn't know how to not get in foul trouble. It was just he was he was never going to figure it out. It was that was one thing in the game log did not pay close enough attention to. Was too quick to notice some of the the big games that he had against talented teams in the ACC. But the physicality got to him. Still, we see him in a much brighter light if he just makes two shots. Yeah, he has the Louisville shot and the Notre Dame shot. I mean, those are huge, huge. I mean, Kentucky had the it was the largest. Deficit at halftime at Rupp Arena in the history of Rupp Arena. And Kentucky came back and was ready to win the game if that shot falls. Yep. He uh, he had scored double figures nine of the final 12 games of Kentucky's season. And one of those games that he didn't, or two of those games he didn't, he had nine points. So almost uh, double figures, 11 out of his final 12 games. He was soft. He was a soft dude inside. He wasn't a big that was going to push and fight and do that stuff. He was a scoring big. He was somebody yep. that you could kind of stretch and move away from the basket. Started having a little bit more success from behind the arc later in the season. Roush, you wish that uh, Kentucky had done a little bit more of that throughout the season. I don't disagree with you. Uh, you're right. 
Back-to-back game, or two out of three games, he has a last-second shot. Notre Dame and Louisville, both of them look like they're going to go in. I watched those replays. I'm still convinced both of them are going to go in. Yeah, I don't know how either one. Don't know how hmm. either one of them did not drop, and Kentucky loses uh, both those games. And you're right. That's we're going to look at him a little differently. I just think we'll look at him and be like, oh, he was a bust. When in reality. 10 points, 5 rebounds, or basically 11 points, 5 rebounds. That's kind of what we were hoping and wishing for. Just everybody else kind of around him didn't do what we thought. So I hope the narrative on SAR is kind. Wish him the best of luck in the future, most likely overseas. I think he'll be happy with that, get back closer to home. And uh, I hate that it didn't work out. I hate for Julius Mays. You know, I hate when people come to Kentucky because they want that tournament experience and then they don't get that tournament yeah, experience. Even bummer. Nate, Nate Tessina, but that, he, he was in good company because everybody didn't get a tournament experience that year. So, yeah, I, I hate that it didn't really work out the way he wanted, but I thought he was a nice player for Kentucky. That being said, I think the front court will be better next year, mm-hmm. and that's also okay as well. Yeah. There's my Olivier Saar thoughts. Man, real shame we're going to miss all the French reporters on Zoom this year. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. In the bad Jerry Tipton kind of, hey Olivier, are you related to Olivier Lawrence of Olivier? I mean, like that. That was once not a question, but were you inspired? Were your parents inspired to name you after Lawrence Olivier? I mean, like, Jerry, Jerry, you're supposed to be the. But the players change. Jerry doesn't. We'll get something else. (laughs) You're right. You're right. Uh, Oh, who, who could that be this year? Maybe uh, probably, hey, probably Kellen Grady. You went to Davidson. Did yeah. you ever talk to Seth Curry? It'll just be like you're old, buddy. Yeah, comment. <laughs> just, just where's your sweater vest? Yeah, don't they give you a sweater vest once you turn twenty two? Uh, but yeah, so Sar, thanks for everything. Really wish your shots would have gone in. Uh, but best of luck to you. Also, best of luck to the Super League. We hardly knew you. Uh, that stinks. I was just disappointed that we only got two days of this. I kind of wanted. Same. Uh, th- it was a fun thing that you didn't realize everybody had an opinion on, and it was also great uh, to make comparisons to American sports. So- soccer dorks just got so worked Man. up. Soccer's the most entitled fandom in the history of sports. Well, it's they very, literally think they own the clubs, and it's so weird that there's an entitlement to it, particularly from the American. Like this is ours, not yours. But in the European, it's the sport of the working class. So it's just very it's, – it's a weird dynamic. Uh, but I, it was kind of cool to see the little guy get their win and to keep – because relegation is awesome. And I'm, I'm glad that we're going to keep that around, keep that alive. And I just – I think there's one man that we can thank for this. Who's that? Ted Lasso. Season 2 trailer dropped yesterday. And then the Super League disbanded. Coincidence? I think not. Justin, only Barcelona and Real Madrid are the two clubs that just haven't said anything yet. Oh, really? All the others have dropped? Every- I saw four or five of them. Did, They're but- the only ones that are unspoken for. Wow. I think everybody else has kind of walked it back or just blatantly said, no, we're not doing it. Was Chelsea the first? I believe Chelsea was the first. I think Chelsea withdrew yeah. and had like a statement. But other and ones are saying ball. that like you know we we're going to take time to reconsider. We're going to think about what we're going to do. We may have moved too quickly. Blah blah blah. There's some apology letters and embarrassing stuff like that. But yeah, only Barcelona and Real Madrid haven't said anything so far about what they're going to do. But Super League, Roush is right. We hardly knew ye. Uh, 
I I just was rooting for chaos. I sure as hell don't care. It would not. It would literally have zero impact on my life if the Super League was created or if it's not created. So that being said, I just like seeing people get all worked up and bent out of shape. So that's what I was rooting for. But oh well. Let's get back to the text line. Roush, there's no reason to go to Windsor unless you're a 19 year old looking to drink. Isn't it true that Canadian beer is a little bit more potent potables? Uh, I don't know if that's necessarily true. I mean, Space Dust is like nine point two. So. Yeah, yeah, but they're they're like light. Their their Canadian lager is more potent. Didn't know that. Beer. People forget Kentucky. Oh, one of their good. foreign trips, they went to Windsor. Yeah, that was with uh, Jorts. Brandon Knight, yeah, two thousand eleven yeah. group. Uh, I was gonna go, and then last minute did not go. Wish I would have gone. Space Dust is eight point two. Eight point two. There we go. On September fourth, I plan on ingesting nothing but chili cheese Fritos and excessive amounts of alcohol. Is that the first game of the season? Sure is. Yep. Louisiana Monroe. I see that. I do like the way the sketch. Like, I don't. They could be playing Poop State University that yeah, first game. Gonna I'm going to be pumped. No I'm going to be ready to be there. And then kind of gives you a little bit of like a, a walkthrough plan on your catter day, getting your tailgate all set up. And then the next week you come back, fire and fury, baby. Beat Missouri. Can't state it enough. Because if they don't, it's just going to be bad. <laughs> Super League, April 18th, 2021 to April 20th, 2021. RIP. Holy crap, man. Iowa fans are going crazy. <laughs> so did you see that uh, CJ Frederick's uncle took to Facebook? Oh. I think this was maybe the guy who man, like initially. Love uncles on Facebook. Yeah. yeah, and he was the one that kind of. Can I read this? Yes, please. Okay. Uh, this is from Joe Frederick on Facebook. I guess presumably CJ's and, uncle. And he, right, he was the first person that kind of got this Kentucky connection yeah, started. Just like, just yeah. wait, I think he said. He like Help kinda, is on the way. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> good good callback. Uh, anyways, he says, I want to thank everyone for texting regarding CJ entering the portal. I want you, my friends, to know that there has been a lot said about many things, but I want to clear up 100% no school ever tampered with CJ while he was at Iowa. This is well written, by the way. Uh, he spelled out percent, which is what you're supposed to do in that yeah, situation. A- well, oh, AP did change the rules. You can use the percent sound now. Did they AP, actually yeah, change they that? Did. That's no, huge. you write it out. You write it out. <laughs> to have a little bit of class. Uh, that's how. Yeah, right? that, that was a big change. Yeah. I had clear communication with the staff at Iowa. Is this his uncle or his dad? Well, I won't. Every family's got different dynamics. I had clear communication with the staff at Iowa over rumors and how they were started. I also was clear about concerns throughout the season. Bottom line is we won't stoop to the level Iowa's shown CJ as he made a decision for himself. Their NCAA compliance tweets, childish. They're running through CJ through the mud on social media, childish. Their press release, childish. Press release to think childish. that uh, Fran McCaffrey didn't handle things in an appropriate adult manner. Mature, yeah. Huh. Shocker. He's baby goo goo. Really, it, like I that... like the way he runs a program, except just him. Yeah. Like I like the offense. I, you know, I, I like just kind of getting the the corn fed boys that can shoot and just seeing how it, it's a fun experiment. Is it going to win a national championship? Probably not, but. They couldn't do it this year. They definitely won't. They're lo- they're losers. Grow up, Iowa. Grow the hell up. Texter says, "Good morning, gents. Hey, TJ got the appraisal back and got a dealio. So suck it, appraiser haters." Yeah. 
Also, suck at Plumley Bros. Honestly, I don't have any animosity and barely know you, but we all work so you can text in thoughts the night before. Come on, mini flex, dookies, and let's see some names on political news with y'all involved. Positively, to vet legitness versus TJ's outfit at his baby reveal. Keep up the good work, gents, and happy belated, Trevor RCR. Rocket City Rob. So he's making fun of your your Easter festive clothes. Your pastels. Yeah, it was, you know, pink for a baby girl, Rocket City Rob. You gotta play the game. We did a funny picture where Hannah put her hand on my stomach, like I like my Ooh, belly was where the good. baby was. Yeah. That's a classic. Yeah, that's a classic. Man. I actually haven't seen that very often. So well done. I'm Thank gonna you. you were the first I know of that did that picture, so I, you're the first to do it. I'm the best. Yeah. It's never happened before, ever. Uh, I like the texting rivalry as well, Rocket City Rob. Can I uh, interject for a moment in nope. this text line and just say that I I thought you farted, but I think it's just the smell of this microphone. No, I, I most certainly did not, too. Uh, it is the microphone. They smell horrible. Are you sure that everything it wasn't in this, you? I'm positive. Everything in the okay. studio is not a good smell. And could Ding. it be that we've had a potato in here for two years? Could be. Rotting away, yeah. (laughs) Maybe it is time to. Has that really been two years? I think so. That's incredible. It's actually still in pretty good shape. Somebody sent in us a potato that said, suck it, Roush, on it, it, and we've had it for two years. At least not last summer, but the summer before last. So 18 months. You know, I was I brought up that potato to you all not too long ago. How long are we just gonna let it chill there? But now that I know it's been there two years, oh, you it's good to go. To, yeah, you almost don't want to yeah. move it. No, now. it's good to go. No, I want to leave it. Yeah, we gotta 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 but save just the tomato. The stink on this potato. mic guard. I mean, I'm getting whiffs of it, and it's just ugh, and it tastes. It's and gross. it's like, how can a mic guard be so terribly smelling? Yeah. Like, how bad does somebody's breath have to be that oh. the lasting impact of their spit particles just leaves a nasty? Well, Roush is the only one that sits there every day. You don't know that. I do know that. But you you don't know that. You're not here all day. You don't know if Douglas comes I, in I here. Know, just I know the schedule. Goes through some of the... Uh, <laughs> Trevor well, comes well, in, cuts an ad, yeah. and just... <laughs> Trevor just... What if he did? What if Trevor just, just like came, came in... in spit all over just, just to rub his stink on it. Yeah. <laughs> like he couldn't show up for time for his job, but he could come in to make sure these mics smell hor- horrible. Uh, Shay here. He says, sorry for the long text. Shay, you can text in as long as you want, buddy. But I have a cousin that's in the Catholic school system, and he's visiting schools like he's going to a freaking college. Yeah. He shadowed all the high schools, and on his commitment day, he picked up the Holy Cross hat because oh, man, they great. have girls, he said. So my question is, did you all visit schools like a five-star recruit, or did you kind of have your mind made up before high school? For the record, if my parents were rolling in the bucks, I would have chosen St. X. Their campus is awesome, and they have the best football uniforms. <laughs> like Easy that. peasy. As always, love you all. Suck at Dirty Birds. I like oh, that Shay, he did you would a, have been great at St. X, buddy. I like that he did a hat ceremony. That's great. Hat ceremonies are a lot of fun. I think you need to do them any opportunity that you can. And I shadowed Trinity and St. X, and I – it was my family, I think, was set on me going to St. X, but they acted like I had a choice. And I actually strongly considered Trinity. Uh, would would have been okay going there, but ultimately decided St. X. And then it was actually, well, yeah, there there wasn't really too much like. I think Trinity was the only school I didn't shadow. You shadowed St. X? Yeah, I was going to go to St. X for That's the longest right. you time. Said, you yeah, said yeah. That. But um, I think, yeah, I think Trinity was the only one that I didn't. And I, I kind of, well, yeah, I, I think that was the only one I didn't go to. The Holy Cross Trinity's shadowing experience were so bad. They were. I, I think they've gotten better. People have told me they've gotten better, but 
They were so – when I shadowed, I was just like, every day I got to eat this. Like, my grade school has better lunches than this. And they did. They were like, no, you just came on a bad day. But See, really DeSales just... had the great recruiting experience. I went on a day where all Laptops. of the grade schools were out. It was one of those, so they had a ton of shadows. And so they just paired up all the athletes with other athletes, mm. and we hung out in the locker rooms and, like, played PlayStation 2. Yeah. I mean, you, you want to you sell a kid on where to go to school – Cut class and play PlayStation. I shadowed my friend, and I think he was in like mostly AP class, like classes I wouldn't be in at St. X. And it did kind of like leave like a not. I was like, oh man, this is hard. I was like, I don't know any of this stuff, and of course I shouldn't have. But yeah, I I think it is smart to shadow people that are going to have similar experiences. Uh, but Shay, more so, like people shadow and do that stuff, but it'd be like twice a year the schools would come to you in your classrooms, and then. The sales pitch was they had laptops. Holy Cross was they had girls, but also you could chew gum in class, which was dumb. Uh, St. X was just like, hey, we're St. X. Trinity was just like, hey, we're Trinity. Um, and then the girls would have their pitches from the girls' schools, but those would be in different rooms. So I don't know what those pitches were. Yeah, and uh, I will say the shadowing experience, too, at places varied. And to sales, they really were putting on the, the full-court press with me. That was, I got the kind of uh, athlete re- recruitment. Where nice. it, they buy you strippers. Because at St. X, it was just like, oh, I was almost like another guy, just shadowing. And at Holy Cross, they kind of – but, I, hell, I didn't really want to go. So you just, just wanted did. to be babied. No, but I kind of liked that I wanted to be wanted. Yeah, you needed to be – In St. X, too. It was really big. I, I, don't, I don't think I – it was just a lot. What do you mean it was a lot? It was just – normal well I've, you know well, I, you felt, to, you I felt like UK. a smaller fish you went to uk did you have a bad time at uk no it was a great time but when you're in eighth grade and you get a lot of people paying attention to you versus you know just being another you gotta guy, work for it you gotta work for it at saint x oh i mean made, i would have i would have been top of my class at saint x and played yeah. been a star of the football and basketball team i would have done that anywhere well, yeah, but right. i just wanted to do it at a classy institution like the sales did you play football Oh, hell yeah. Oh, gosh, Justin. Flood the state in sacks, 2009, Come baby. On. I did, did not know that. Do you all see that flow from Progressive is creating an OnlyFans? There's no way. Who would want to see that? Wouldn't she jeopardize her advert? I mean, that's a good gig she's got. I don't think she would do that. I did see that somebody came out with a beer called Only Cans, which is... That's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I think, pe- like, a flow... Flow from Progressive is not the AT&T lady. No. No. That's just so people know. Right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Flow from Progressive makes, I want to say, 500000 Nice. a year. Why would she do that? Well, it just doesn't yeah. make sense. Tell you what. People supposedly roll in the dough on OnlyFans. That's true. Yeah, but she's already rolling in the dough. And you don't have but to get naked a, to roll a, in the dough. What's additional dough That's true. at that rate? You know, everybody likes a little bit more. Texter says, did you see the WKU volleyball player get hit in the face with a spike from a UK player? I thought it knocked her out. Man, I, didn't, I did not see love that. watching people get hit in the face. They hit another girl from Purdue in the face the other night, and they're, they're so funny. And usually it's like a neck shot, and they, it's happened to them so many times. I mean, if you play volleyball, you're probably going to get hit in the face at some point. It's much higher likelihood than being dunked on. You know, I just it's just part of the game. And, man, sometimes they're really funny. But usually it isn't as... Like, Justin, it's not like every time it happens, they're just done. It's almost like just getting a hard hit in football where you're like, ooh, but, uh, you know, they're fine. Rub some dirt on it. Yeah, the girl from Purdue the other night hopped right back up. J.D. Shelburne tweets out, Transfer portal players coming to Kentucky makes me nervous. I don't recall any transfer in years past being a superstar. Maybe I'm wrong. 
Sure hope Cal has a plan for this season. Meanwhile, UK football is killing it. Hashtag trust in Cal. I like JD. He's got good music. Seems like a good Kentucky fan. I feel like people treat Kentucky basketball as like the firstborn that just is never going to be good enough. Second born is the overachiever. And then Kentucky football is like the baby. And it's just like, oh my gosh, you tied your shoes. Oh, Kentucky football is... So for Kentucky basketball... They get always on their report card, and it's expected. Yeah, and then you Kentucky get that, you football. Get, they get always. We're going to get ice cream. And Kentucky basketball this past season just got caught with like a little baggie of weed in their car, and now people are just like, "You're done. <laughs> <laughs> get out there. Yeah, you're going to jail, buddy. You have lost it." And then Kentucky football has a few good commitments, and it's just like, "All right, Ohio State, Alabama. Here we are." I it's I get it, and it's probably necessary. Kentucky basketball is. Probably held to a little bit of a higher standard, a higher standard than the Kentucky football. But there, JD, there's been a lot of great transfer players. Look at Baylor. Baylor had plenty of transfers. Well, and if you look at just the football program, who's the best quarterback in Kentucky in the last nine, ten years? Nine to ten years would be I don't know Stephen Johnson. Yeah, where was he? He was a junior college transfer. Oh yeah, yeah. People forget that. People do forget that. Uh, Wandale Robinson, he's a transfer, different sport. Uh, and there's plenty of basketball players that have transferred that were really good. I mean, even Kentucky, Johnny Jazang. <laughs> he's going pro. Oh, and now I'm going to have to tweet him. No, do I? Right. Somebody said Reed Travis was good. Yeah. He said, I liked him, just didn't have him long enough. <laughs> hey, you know, just let JD, JD. If Kevin Richardson starts worrying about transfers, then I'm getting worried. But till then, <laughs> we're all good. Texter says, uh, Bullity's Beast again goes down at Castaway Lounge on Shepherdsville Road. I'm talking straight buggers. Is he playing soccer? <laughs> T- Let me also give a shout-out to just our, our usual texters. Rocket City Rob, Bullity's Beast, John. Yeah. Thank you all for texting. Plumley Robert. Brothers. Shay. I said Rocket City Rob. Shay. No, no, like they're just the Robert. Oh, the Robert. You're yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, our usuals. Thank you all. Yeah. We appreciate the text in the show every day. You guys are Keith, funny. where are you at, buddy? Nothing from Plum- Plumley Bro today. Keith, also, you had your hot baseball picks. What happened to those? I thought we were going to win some moolah together. How TJ. Hot, how hot were the picks? What do you consider the borders of the Highlands? Easy. Upper Highlands extend. Upper and the end of the Highlands just goes to the Watterson, Bargetown Road to Newburgh. Mm-hmm. And then basically Newburgh and Bargetown, with few exceptions, they basically run the Highlands. Together they, they run until the boundary what, of the, Broadway? I, I, like I think Cave it Hill? pretty much goes to like where, in my opinion, where like Phoenix Hill Tavern was. Like mm-hmm. where uh, so Cave, Cave Hill, Cave, right? Cave Hill, yeah. yeah, Cave Hill Cemetery. Basically a block past and then it goes down this, Barrett so. a little bit. It goes, it extends a little bit further. I guess at that point, west would be the direction. It extends a little bit further west than actual where Newburgh comes in. But then Those, when you go west, you get all those neighborhoods that I can't differentiate, like Smoketown, well, Schnitzelburg, then eventually, And then eventually it turns into Schnitzelburg and Germantown. And I don't consider that the Highlands. Butchertown, I consider that the, yeah. their own places. Yeah. And then Butchertown, yeah, that's another. That's going I, I just I get them all confused. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, John here. Good morning to all. Hey, I'm having a pretty good morning so far. Having a good breakfast and coffee. Tell me, which one do you prefer, pancakes or waffles? I like to have one of each. Wow, wow. getting crazy, John. I better slow down now. I'm on the crazy train. <laughs> hey, Mac or Ty, come on down. Let's go. 
Cats less than four in the loss column. That's what the crazy ass Al was saying to me. Didn't say ass in there. Didn't say ass. So Uh, I don't know why you're adding profanity to John's text. uh, You know, just trying to slander John as much as possible. Didn't say that in there. Uh, No, just says crazy Al was staying saying to me in my dream last night. Got to go talk to you later. First off, waffles better than pancakes. Everybody with a brain will agree to that. It's much easier to make. And just it's fun to have little syrup pockets. Right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Great to have that. Other than, isn't Justin an IHOP guy versus, no, it was Denny's over Waffle House. He's anti-Waffle House. Me? Yeah. Bob Evans. There we go, Bob Evans. Yeah, of course. That's how you know somebody's from Indiana. They picked Bob Evans over Waffle House. <laughs> Best biscuits of gravy in the business. Ooh, I bet people from Cracker Barrel would disagree with that. I would disagree with Cracker Barrel. I don't like I don't even know if I've ever, yeah, I was say, you don't and like that crack, kind of stuff. I think Cracker Barrel's incredibly overrated. Also, uh, Justin, if you haven't had DQs in a while, they're always fun. Oh, yeah, Big Just Blue Drew always brings it in. Yeah. Ah, good guy, Big Blue Drew. Yeah, hey, DQ's Dairy Queen. Today. John must hear me talk about UK basketball. Yes, it is. And so. be like, TJ, shut the hell up. You're dumb. I want McClung and I want Ty Ty Washington. You can take your Adam Miller and your car and you can go car yourself because I want McClung. I would be okay with McClung. I, I like the idea of McClung because he's just somebody that can create. I want creators. Ty Ty can create for himself a little bit too. So John's going the two creator route. I think Marcus Carr can create enough where I'd like that option. And then, folks, I'm big on the Adam Miller train. The question is if you could go back, if Kentucky could go back, redo the transfer portal, you still taking Kellen Grady? I think the answer is yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially 23 year old. Gosh, consistent score. UL could have gotten Wheeler maybe from Georgia and said they, they got, got the, the Marshall. Marshall dude. They're, they've got two transfers ranked outside the top 65. And transfer rankings. It's nuts. Who's their one good one? Not Cross from Miami, not West. Oh, Locke from Florida. Locke, that's yeah, that's yeah. their only – that's good. That's a good ad. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about that. That's a nice ad for you, Bill. All right, we are out of time on today's show. Another texter says, no offense to Flo, but let's swap her out for the AT&T girl. She has some undercover. Well, got to go. Hashtag suck it, Justin. Good text into the show. All right, everybody have a good Wednesday. We will be back. Hey, and if you didn't listen to our Patreon yesterday, it, it was a hoot. It was worth the price of admission. What a mess. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody have a good day. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen. This is KRC on Big X Sports Radio. We'll be back on Thursday. Thanks for texting in and listening to the show.